At this point, the back and forth seems to escalate and get louder. More people inside are hearing the arguing and begin to pile outside to see what is going on. Then the dorm student and some of his friends come out and begin to walk over to the party guests. Words start flying back and forth, each group getting angrier by the second, and then all hell breaks loose. One party guest throws a punch at the dorm student, and before you know it, a brawl starts in the street in front of the frat house. One of the girls standing in front of the dorm calls campus security, pleading they come right away before someone gets real hurt. Not long after the call, campus security pulls up and three guards get out of the car. They yell, stop, break this up, before we have the police here. The crowd seems to ignore them and continues fighting. Just then, Travis and Jason come outside to help stop the fighting. The guards then begin to take down the fighting students, throwing them to the ground, handcuffing them with nylon cuff restraints. Travis is struggling with one of the dorm students trying to stop him as the guard gets Travis in a chokehold, trying to pull him away. Travis is trying to communicate he's only trying to help, but can't speak and suddenly finds it hard to breathe. The guard isn't paying him any mind and continues to stranglehold him as he takes him to the ground. So much is going on around them that no one really notices what is happening. Just as Travis lands on the ground, you can see his breathing has become shallow. Jason suddenly screams out, let him go. He's trying to help. He can't breathe. He has asthma. You're choking him. Suddenly, the guard lets go, but Travis lies motionless on the ground. The other guards come over and the crowd forms a circle around the security guard, kneeling over Travis. One of the other guards kneels to the ground and starts to perform CPR on Travis, while the other guard calls 911. The guard continues compressions, but Travis doesn't seem to respond. Everyone is in shock and can't believe what they just saw. The police and ambulance arrive on the scene. Everyone is stunned and shaking. Travis remains lifeless on the ground. Jason is uncontrollably crying as the paramedics begin to pick up Travis's body. Cicely is sitting in her living room reading a book and the phone rings. She gets up to get her phone. Hello, says Cicely. Yes, this is Mrs. Johnson. Yes, Travis is my son, she says with wonder. Cecily lets out a blood-curling scream. No! She begins to sob and drops the phone. James runs downstairs to see what is wrong and grabs Cicely just before she collapsed to the ground. He places her in the chair and then he picks up her phone. Hello? Hello? Who is this? What? What? No, that can't be true. He was at a party. As he begins to sob, he hangs up the call and drops the phone to the floor. James kneels beside Cicely and they hold each other tight as they sob together in complete shock of the news their son, Travis, has died. The police have ruled the incident as being a tragic accident and no charges were ever filed against the security guard. The school security head gave his full support for his guard's actions and said he did what was necessary. Many of the students there tried to say the guard was unnecessarily aggressive, but the police continued to back the head of security. The guard still works as security for the school today.